So we were just talking um, without this recording button on about a situation that you've been dealing with for quite some time, which would not be kosher to kind of put on your normal episode. So why don't you tell our listeners about this challenge that you have had, have, will have probably forever. Sure. We, we, we've got this challenge in our business of uh, an employee who has been with us for a long time and is a senior person within the organisation. And he, on the surface of it, seems like a really engaged employee or wants to be engaged but doesn't really take responsibility or doesn't take responsibility for the things that he is tasked with delivering. And so does that mean that he misses deadlines? Does that mean that when things go wrong, he goes, not my fault? Or like, what does that mean day to day? All of that. So it's always somebody else's fault that something hasn't happened. It's always um, somebody hasn't given the right level of information or somebody else hasn't produced a piece of work to mm-hmm. make something happen or they are not, they're not using the information that's being provided correctly. It's always somebody else. Yeah. That, that, is, that is responsible for failure. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's about um, rationalising your own performance. So that, that person has, is rationalising their performance. I've not been able to achieve my deliverables because somebody else has not done their job. So have you tried to... What have you done to try to improve? Well, we've done a, a whole myriad of things and, and this person has a key role in the organization and has a, has a skill set which not everybody in the organization has so if we were to lose it it would mean that there would be a hole in our ability to run our business smoothly and efficiently do you pay this person standard above standard a bit lower like is is because Another consideration is going, well, he's quite cheap as well. So it's like worth all of his flaws because I know that if I rehired for that role, it'd be an extra 30% or... Yeah, Marnie, nothing is cheap. Less expensive maybe, but not cheap. But I get your point. And this person is on market right. He wouldn't be at the top of the market. He's certainly not at the bottom. He'd be in the middle of, of the market right. So he is, I think, well remunerated for the role that we would like him to do. And at what percentage does he achieve what's expected of him? Out of 100%, what would he achieve? Um, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't say that there's a percentage number I can apply to it. All I can say to you is that we're not delivering the level of customer satisfaction that his role is responsible for delivering. So why keep it? That's a really good question. <laughs> and we've had our finger on the trigger for as long as he's been employed. Yeah, I've known you for seven years. Maybe, maybe longer. And your finger's been wavering on that trigger that whole time. But give the reasons as to why, because this is what business owners go through, right? So you set a skill set, but that can be, surely other people have that skill set. Yeah, people probably do. No, I think with respect to this particular individual, he has a skill set relative to our ERP system. So specific software knowledge. Yeah, software knowledge and capability to interrogate the system that nobody else in the business has right and to learn that is a challenge right and, and so there's a uh, yeah there's, there's a real piece of knowledge that person's gained mm-hmm. 
um, which is would be difficult to replace. And do you find that performers don't do well underneath him because he's not a performer? Like, do, do staff like him? Do staff leave? Like, how has it affected the culture of that area? I think it's affected the culture of the company. The sales and marketing group are challenged by the deliverable, the confidence to, for this person to be able to deliver on the promises yes. of, the, of the nation. And, and they know that this person will throw them under the bus at any opportunity. So it's always not my fault it's your fault so it's a little bit toxic then too it's not just underperformance or just being like sorry and then you're like well you achieve it 80 percent of the time so i'll let you go and then so have it have great stuff left because of this person yes we've lost staff um as a consequence we've, we've also lost uh, money because we've not managed our inventory correctly which meant large stock write-offs um we've um we've struggled to have high performing teams and in the areas that uh, he's responsible for uh, and is there some personal investment into this person like do you care do you because realistically because i know this person would he ever find a job that is similar and last i don't think so um so is there a is there a personal attachment to him or is it purely commercial why you're keeping him it's purely commercial but i don't tolerate it uh, it's it's and, and, and again it becomes situational the failure on our part has we've never bitten the bullet we've never said let's go and do something different let's make the decision it's a considerable financial uh, issue we wouldn't get a handover so who's going to do the training how do you get that up to speed then it's not just about the manager going the manager needs to go but then there's people in the team who would need to go as well so again that loss of corporate knowledge if you like and how to do certain aspects of the role um would mean that we um we would struggle to to deliver or our performance might slip further than what it is now and this is where it's tricky because you could say yeah but if you bit that bullet five years ago when we were having this conversation would you not be in a position where that was addressed and yeah sure a few rocky times but or is that just easy to say? Do you know what I mean? I think, I think it's easy to say. Mm. I think all these, all, all, hindsight's a wonderful thing. At, at the end of the day, it's, a, it's because I have not taken responsibility mm. for saying, that's not good enough, or you're no longer delivering in the role. And we've tried a whole variety of, of um, we've been brutal in conversation, we've, We've uh, had shouting matches. We've um, it's certainly engaged. He understands that he, he's not doing the role in the way we think the role should be done. How does that affect your morale as business owners, though, and your willingness and desire to build an amazing team? Like, how does that does that also have come with other costs that are that are not financial, like your motivation and your willingness and the team's willingness and yeah, it has. It's significantly impacted the business. It's meant we, ha- we don't have the winning culture that we need in, in today's environment. And I think that, again, with the benefit of hindsight, we should have pulled the trigger years ago before that level of knowledge was built up in the system that now makes it irreplaceable. Couldn't you be sneaky, though, and hire someone who knows that they're about to take over, but he doesn't? and put them in a different role, quote-unquote, knowing that 
you know, it will take X period and then he can learn from them or that she can learn from them. And then when you let them go, the, the, the impact isn't as bad. You could, but I'm not that sort of person. I, 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 don't, I don't think that's um, transparent. I think you need to be transparent. But, but again, it, it, it comes back to the same situation. You know, you, I, I have to take responsibility for the fact that I haven't managed this scenario correctly. It's cost me money. And, and the, the, the fact is the guy's a nice guy. He's got some experience that is common. Um, he, he, he's not a contributor to the management team. Gosh, to me that just screams. In what universe would it be smart to leave someone in that company? Unless, unless, and I'm going to say this with respect, he knows something about you <laughs> that you don't want anyone to know. How, that's what I don't understand and what we've come around. I mean, we, we've had this conversation many times. But also, if I was sitting here, you're in a business meeting or a networking meeting, what would your advice be? It's like, in what, in what world? Because surely the damage, and maybe it might be worth looking at the cost, like actually sitting down and trying to calculate because of these underperformance areas, what average more time do we have to spend? Calculate that. Calculate the clients you've lost and the, the staff members you've lost. And say you've lost Marnie, who I was a really great salesman and I was achieved 150 grand a year and you've lost me for the last three years. Well, that's, you know, can't do math, but 450 grand a loss just on not having me around. Yes. Things like that actually confronted the loss. Do you think that might motivate a decision or are you, where are you at with it right now, considering it's just been going on for so long? Because then you obviously get comfortable as well. Like there's a comfort. It's normal now. This is normal. This is your normal world. Yeah, well, where we're at right now is that we've we, we kind of made a decision to bypass. Oh, my Lord. This is, this is how we need to get, to get the work done. Then just remove him. If you're already doing it. But, but there's a cost to remove him. Yeah, once versus you're paying for it every single day right now. But the cost to pay for it, particularly after the last two years where business has been difficult over a, a COVID situation. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of changes, a lot of things to deal with, you know, um, you know a depressed uh, uh, market. Yep. Um, you know, so, so we're just coming back out of that. So is your plan to remove him when you come out of it or you still don't? Well, we, we, yes, we do have a plan to remove. Uh, it just is a case of when is that the best time for the company. Wow. And, and, and making that decision about what's best is the biggest challenge. Why don't you, in the interim, jump in, learn that software as much as you can, and then train the next person? Well, that's, what that's what we're doing. I'm in a little bit of shock over here. The solution, what solution? Well, we do our job for him. Gosh, I don't envy you. But I do understand it's, it's a bit naive to just be like, oh, fucking fine. Like, I, I do really, that's why I've never been, like, completely, you know, impatient with you. Because I'm always like, well, I actually kind of get where you're coming from. And I, I think one of the differences is, one of the challenges is, is we've got this person in a leadership role and he's not a leader. No. So we're expecting leadership. Yeah. We've got somebody who can do. So if you give direction, he can do, but he can't lead. Yes. And then that wouldn't match the pay if you just have him in a role where he could do. That's right. But we can't change the role. No, it's demoting. That's right. And his ego would be... Yeah, but even having a conversation to do that, that's, that's not, 
But what we have done is that we have changed the role. So the role has changed substantially and that enables us to say, okay, here's, here's what we expect in the new role. See, that's tricky because I urge all my clients to never change a role around a person. Mm. And I agree 100%. But in this case, we've changed our business structure. Right. So, so we've outsourced. So that is no, so he's managing a relationship rather than the work that needs to be done. Half of the role has changed mm. because we're no longer hands-on managing a deliverable. We're actually managing others, uh, another company. It's a relationship as opposed to people and, and actually be responsible for the performance of that area. Gosh, what a pickle. What would you say to other business owners in the same... Do you, would you say pull the trigger? Yeah, don't hesitate. Firing people, regrettably, can come very easily. Yes. And again, when every time we fire somebody, do we take responsibility for the fact that we've had a bad hire? Yeah. Uh, and, and we don't. All, all of this is about not taking responsibility. We should have taken responsibility for our business to say, this is not working for us. And so you knew that early on and you didn't pull it then for a different reason, obviously, because he has, wasn't so entrenched. Yeah, and, and the issue is that when somebody's doing 80% okay, yeah. just doing, but the 20% that you will make you great is not happening and is being, and you know that it's, not quite right it's 80 and you can't be bothered rehiring and he's already there and 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 and, and you might be able to help him and, and all of that so you did you have a gut feeling then that you knew he wasn't right and you didn't follow it is that what is that the he said all the right things he was engaged he wanted to drive it he wanted to out, deliver the outcomes and he had all the all the talk so, so he knew mm. he knew how to how to speak but he didn't know how to walk the talk. Yeah. So, so he hasn't been able to deliver. And, and he's somebody who won't take responsibility for his area. And that's the, big, that's the big challenge. People who won't take responsibility for what they are tasked to deliver. And they're not doing what a manager needs to do. And that is to make sure the work is being done. So he's either taking responsibility for his team getting the work done and he's not taking responsibility for managing his team and providing them with the tools and the resources that they need to get the work done. And so that inability to pull the trigger early on has cost you what over the last, how long, how long has he been employed? Yeah, more than a decade. Yes, then you also have long service leave and all that. Yeah. Bollocks. Okay, so then how much has that cost you? This is for listeners to be like, because now I understand also sometimes, yes, you would say to someone else, pull the trigger. But now you're in a position where you can't pull the trigger right this second. So you, you're actually stuck. So I guess what I'm trying to say is if someone's sitting in the car going, oh, my God, I hope that's not so-and-so in my company right now. Because you always know, right, there's a gut feeling. It's very rare you get that blindsided. You normally have an, an, an awareness. So how much has that cost you not pulling the trigger? I'd say over $2 million. Half of it in salary costs, half of it in inventory losses. Wow. And then what about other staff leaving? And Yeah, other staff leaving, but... So $2 million is safe? Safe. It's minimum? Minimum. And then you have what your company would be like if you had someone who was amazing in the role? Yes. And then you have your own frustration? Wow. So you, but you listening folks, don't be afraid to pull the trigger. Don't be afraid to pull the trigger.
Wow. And, and don't worry about the consequence of pulling the trigger. At the end of the day, I think how I should have rationalised this to myself is if that person had tragically got run over by a bus or had a heart attack or is no longer with us, yeah, or went off and got another job, how would we have coped? And we would have found some way around it. Of course. We just didn't put the effort into that area because we wanted to, we were time poor and we were focusing on other other things. In the end of the day we were focusing on the wrong things. Wow, that's a very important lesson. Yeah. Something just as a lasting note that I've observed is it's interesting that he knows, because of course he knows, people like that will try to stay in a role for as long as they can. They don't. That's why I'm also like, hmm, maybe like in situations like that where they, they make it seem like they're irreplaceable. So it's like you really got to look past their claims and their statements and their opinions and go, well, Surely, like, come on, the software is probably not rocket science. No. And you could probably get a consultant in. Yeah. Problem solved. Done. Yeah. And then, um, so it's just interesting when you have someone, most underperforming or toxic, toxic type people will try to stay as long as they can. And he is, why would you not leave? If you had any dignity and self-respect and you valued productivity and you valued production, you would leave because you're like, I'm so sorry, I can't fulfill this. I'm not, I'm trying my hardest and I can see you guys are unhappy and I'm unhappy and I hate coming to these meetings and not having anything to give you and I'm very sorry, I'm going to have to pull out. That's how high performers and, and, and people with um, integrity, I find, leave, leave roles. It's just fascinating that he is happy to go to work every single day because he's not dumb. So that means that he knows that you're compensating for him not doing his job. You've changed his role. You've gone and done it for him. And he's still happy to rock up every day and take a paycheck. Yeah. Astonishing. Yeah. But I don't think that's unusual. I, I, I think finding, and I think, you know, that question integrity, that's an, an interesting question or an interesting uh, conversation because I think those high performers wouldn't necessarily say they couldn't deliver either but they might come in and say I thought I could get to deliver this for you in this environment I was wrong but I can go and do it in another environment yeah? and, and they don't lose self-confidence in their own ability other people are just coming to work to pick up a paycheck yeah. and I think again we uh, have people there's lots of people who go to work to get a paycheck because it provo- and and they they in this case they make themselves valuable by understanding the system and make people go to them as opposed to teaching them how to do the work themselves. They they put themselves in a position that makes them of course they can't fulfil the role, so they have to build an environment right. that makes them stay. That's right. Bloody hell, listeners, do not learn this the hard way. Make a decision. Take responsibility for your business. Thank you. Invaluable. Thank you so much, mystery person. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for having me.